Chris. And we are Bad Queers. If you came out of the closet and got put in a box of stereotypes you don't belong to, then welcome to the Bad Queers Club. All right. This week in Queer Urban Dictionary, I have strapmatized. Oh, wow. Yep. Strapmatizes. It's time to go there. Okay. Uh, This is a combination of like Urban Dictionary and a couple of other definitions. So So what you're saying is that you do research. I did. I did. I was like, "Mm -hmm." how would I describe this? So I had to take actually from Digmatize Mm. and a couple of strapmatized definitions that were out there. Some of them Mm. were like, oh, that doesn't really mean that. Anyways, uh, strapmatized, when you have had sex so good that you feel hypnotized from a strap. Mm -hmm. Um, My sentence um, is, and this isn't any doctors or official science, but this is, (laughs) these are well-known side effects. Um, So side effects of being strapmatized may include impulsiveness, Mm. lust, drunkness, mm. yep. irrational or rational deep feelings and strap dependency. Oh, the strap um, dependency so will get you. Strap dependency will get you. Yeah, they, they, that's not limited to or excluding, um, you know, U-hauling and all that. All mm. the things that could come from it just like moving way, way, way too fast. Um, so strapmatized, I mean, it's out there. Want to build awareness around it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if there are folks out there in a silent struggle, you know, just um, just want to shine a little light on them. So, would you say that being strapmatized was uh, an epidemic that we're experiencing? You know what? I would say it's a growing one. Mm. It's a growing one for sure. Mm. All right. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Okay. So, you know, you got to put a voice to the voiceless for that. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, there's you. more research around it because, again, I don't. You know, this isn't one of the science things. I just know random right, like right. the other statistics and facts. This is new. You know, we um, are just learning something every day. You know, in terms of side effects. So, you know, if you're strapmatized, don't don't feel alone. You know, it is a growing epidemic. So, yeah, strapmatized. The the first step is knowledge and awareness. Yeah. So. Thank yeah. you for bringing that to yeah. our table today. Of course. With that, of course. Because the people need to know. And we're just here for safety first. Yeah, absolutely. Just want to make the folks aware. Mm, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I am circling back to one of the two phrases that I've somehow created. I'm sure other people have used this and I'm not going to say that I'm the originator, but I am speaking on it today. So today, my queer urban dictionary word of the week is recloseting or recloseted. And this is the mm-hmm. act of going back into the closet around the holidays specifically when you are either not out to your family or they don't accept your LGBTQ plus identity. This is one of yeah. those things that happens to many of us. All of a sudden you see studs go to femmes. Mm-hmm. You see people go from their natural hair back to their straight hair. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Yeah, um, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot that happens. A lot that happens. Uh, we all of a sudden become really great storytellers in terms of, you know, our partners becoming a whole other gender or becoming just very neutral about how we discuss them, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so my sentence is, if you're headed home for the holidays and you have to repack all of your femme clothes because you're going to be recloseting, basically your grandma doesn't accept you and says it's a lifestyle choice, that would be an example of you being recloseted. Hmm. Here's for hoping you don't get recloseted and yeah. and show up as your authentic self for the holidays. Yes. Like I said, um, at some point, Harry Potter said, no, you can too. 
That's also, did you point. know that there's like three other like things from Harry Potter that are coming out right now? I I don't really acknowledge it anymore. Okay, so. yeah, you know what? That makes, yeah. that makes sense. You know what? We're, yeah, we're going to keep know? that moving. I just want to... The character, not the. It's like J.K. Rowling, and I know, you know, I don't know how much she has to do with this and everything. It's all in her pockets. Did you hear about the actors? It wasn't from like any of the films or anything, but there are a few like what she claimed as activist actors that Mm. staged a protest outside of her house, and they were posting photos on Twitter of her whole address and had a whole group of people outside. Basically, you know, no. going against her her uh, opinions about the trans mm-hmm. community. But they were out there just like posting all of her information all over the internet and they held it. Oh, God. And yeah, it was like three or four actor activists that mm. uh, did that. And she wrote this whole thing because she was like, you're putting my family in danger and posting my information on the internet. Yeah. And all of these other people who are involved, they don't have the protection that I do. So you're messing with all of this, which I was like, you know what? Fair. Yeah. In that essence, like, don't show it to people's houses and show their house stuff. I was going to say, I don't believe in that sort of, like, the doxing thing and showing mm-hmm. up to people's houses like that. Mm-mm. No, mm-hmm. not for it. Not nope. for it. You could pr- protest her in different ways. Like, you can, you know, you put somebody in danger in, um, putting their information out there. Like, I could see it in extreme cases. If it's somebody who is an actual criminal, absolutely put them on blast or somebody who needs to be um, aware of the police and on mm-hmm. the police scanner. But 100%. something like this, where it's just like, yes, she has dangerous ideals that she puts out there. I don't think you should still out her address or anything. Like, find yeah. a way. Go ahead. And even if you find it, go protest. But you don't need to drop the pin. I don't think you need to. Because somebody will do something uh, crazy. For sure. And then then it, they'll blame the whole like movement and lump us all into that mess. Like, I, yeah, I don't like that. Mm-mm. I hate that with the internet. Don't put people's addresses out there. They just be out here. Never. Know. never yeah. You never know. But I feel I, JK Rowling is like Kanye to me where it's like, I'll go listen to the old things and go, you know, yeah. back to that. Anything new, I'm, I'm not. Nah. You're not about it. Nah. Mm-mm. I don't care yeah. how good it is. I And I've heard like even his new think uh cd was his cd his new music was good <laughs> his new record <laughs> was good uh but now i'm good yeah not his new record <laughs> but this. no i'm like no no not, not for about me. it not, not today no yeah. thank you not for all me all right well sorry just had to go off on that little tangent yeah, there that's but, crazy uh, though i didn't hear about that yeah, I just read about it today. So here we are, wild. live and in action. Uh, well, let's go ahead and move on to praise Billy Porter. Our first category is, and a trigger warning against this, just like Black people in general, thank you um, for even listening to this segment. But yeah. feel free to fast forward if you would not like to hear any more of this Kyle Rittenhouse nonsense. Yeah. We'll go you know, deep enough for this, not too deep. Uh, there's nothing surprising about the the ruling that came down last Friday um, at this point. Um, it'll be different when this episode comes out. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no surprise with the verdict that he was cleared on all five charges, um, including a first degree reckless hom- homicide and two counts of recklessly endangering safety. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse um, shot and killed three, three men, or shot uh, three men, but killed two of them um, last year in Wisconsin um, during a protest for Jacob Blake. Um, Rittenhouse had argued self-defense uh, with the men attacking him, even though he showed up 
with America's number one choice for mass shootings in mm-hmm. AR-15. So um, the men that um, he shot, um, I know that they did try to corral him and uh, definitely, I mean, he's an active shooter at that point. That's yeah. again, our number one mass shooting uh, weapon of choice in America is a AR-15. Um, so <laughs> again, we weren't really surprised by the verdict. Uh, the judge and the proceedings were openly biased and egregious, mm-hmm. um, but this is America and this is unfortunately going to embolden other uh people like Rittenhouse to show up to these protests looking to create dangerous situations so they could claim self-defense. Um, it's always hard with any of these cases as they are ongoing and it is a system that they created for just this. Um, but I don't know. It's, I don't, you know, you get numb to it and I feel numb right now. Um, but I know I'll, I'll get out of that and, you know, still be hopeful and look for ways to how we could change it. Or if we can, um, can't really lose hope on these things, but you know, we have case after case coming up. I know we have a mob Aubrey, uh, that case, uh, is being settled right now. I know they're doing like mm-hmm. final arguments. So it's a marathon. It's gonna, it's still going to get ugly, uh, before it gets better. And this is one of these things. Um, even the officer for Jacob Blake, by the way, got off. So, you know, it's, the writings on the wall. Yeah, 100%. And I think that was one of the, like the saddest parts about the results of this were one, obviously we were watching the judge like fucking singing songs and policing people's language throughout and, you know, just like looking at Kyle, just like he's God's gift to man, apparently. Yeah. And, you know, the phenomenal Oscar worthy acting that came with, his tears, white tears, man, and defeated all that. of that. And what, and just watching the clips of it, I was just like, I can't even fully invest in this trial because it's a joke. They're taking yeah. it as a joke. The prosecution didn't even do much. So as cool. usually thanks don't. everybody. And I think the part that was the hardest was going online and just seeing everybody's reactions that were similar to mine, where it was just like, well, no surprise. On yeah. to the next one. Yeah, it felt like the judge was uh, representing uh, Rittenhouse. It, you know, one mm-hmm. of the one of the things I took uh, from one of the five charges that he was cleared on was, you know, the reckless homicide. And in the article I was reading about it, reckless homicide defers from intentional homicide, and that prosecutors uh, aren't alleging that he intended to murder anyone. Instead, they are alleging that um, the perpetrator caused his death in circumstances like for utter disregard for for human life. So it's not even like it was like a first degree or second or third degree murder. It's like reckless homicide where it's like very clearly if you're bringing a gun to a protest or a situation that doesn't call for it, you would think that that's just inherently reckless, but no, not here, <laughs> not in America. Um, a lot of people have made the comparisons uh, to Trayvon and everything, and how he was never offered a, a shred of self, de- you know, defense or anything like that. He just lost his life, and George uh, Zimmerman got off. So it's to America's. It has always been to America's, and everything. I just want 
non-Black people to see that that's what's going like plain as day. They don't hide it anymore. They're not going to hide it. And mm-hmm. even with the two victims here being white, it's also a, a message to um, white people who do want to align with us that, you know, these things could happen to you. So it should make everybody angry. Wasn't surprising to any of us, but hopefully it makes um, decent human beings uh, angry at what mm-hmm. went down. So yep. um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how the next uh, month or so goes with some of the other court cases that are out. But protect your peace. Protect, protect your peace. peace. Yeah. All right. Well, the next category is is um, hello strap week. Yeah, happy year from things, huh? Auto straddle. Yes. I was like, Chris is out here. If y'all don't know, Chris is out here writing stuff. I'm doing a little writing. You know, you doing some writing, little, little and writing. getting reviewed uh, by our favorite person at Autostraddle, Shelly mm-hmm. Nicole. Um, mm-hmm. And recently, Shelly had created and edited 12 separate pieces for Strap Week. And mm-hmm. Chris, you wrote on the article, suck my silicone or save your mouth for me. Can you give us a bit yes. of a background about what this article was? Because the title is just chef's kiss. But take us through the it story is. of suck my silicone or save your mouth for me. Yes, thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, so Shelly reached out about this uh, strap series and, um, you know, I don't think there's any strap, any, you know, extensive <laughs> series on the internet. So um, if there is, you know, great. But um, yeah, she set it up almost as kind of like a versus or a different point of view, not so much versus because there's no wrong answers in these, but um, I was happy to take the position of save your mouth for me if it came to uh, sucking a strap. Um, I myself <laughs> uh, enjoyed definitely having my strap sucked in my earlier days. Uh, it makes sense. It's great. It's wonderful. It's delightful. Um, but I grew out of that, and I realized that you know, first off, it's it's not really doing anything for me my body or anything. Mm, mm. Um, it's just kind of the aesthetics of it. Like it looks cool. It's a, it's a power play and all that. And I'm never going to yuck anybody's yum who still does it. And, and Sarah uh, Thomas, who wrote the opposite point of view, had some really good points and definitely check out the article. There was like one line about <laughs> being the, prof- or the Professor X, Charles X, of yeah. like imagining it happen. I, Go read the line. It's a great line. But um, <laughs> there's no wrong answer to this. But if I had to choose one, I'm like, yeah, save your mouth for me. Like, it's kind of a waste of time to me <laughs> when you can get all all the pressure, all the goodness um, to yourself. Like, why, you know, why let the strap have all the fun? Um, right. So, yeah, that is that is definitely a, a position, a very... Uh, experience and learned position that I have about it. Like mm-hmm. again, it's a it's a wonderful thing either way. But um for as for me, <laughs> um yeah, it's save your mouth for me for sure. Yeah. I had to pick them. But the other articles that were in this series, and again, check it out on autostraddle.com. Uh there's we love a sex drawer, but sometimes a strap is a art a work of art. So either having a strap tucked away somewhere or having it out, you know? Um, pick your own adventure, the strap-on edition. Um, strapping as a fat femme was my Black queer sexual liberation, which Ooh. is a great article. Haven't read that one yet. 
Yeah, that one's great. All of these are really good. Like, yeah, all of them are amazing. Super good. Um, my strap pack doesn't have Cheeto dust in it and yours shouldn't either, which I really do hope that y'all be cleaning out these bags. I never did the bag thing. I never did the bag thing. I was like, now I was like, how did I transport it? But I think a lot of the times, yeah, it was like, is that my place? So yeah, I really that's have what to, I was thinking. I was like, I don't yeah. feel like a lot of people... Yeah. Whereas we just didn't know about it. Like people just didn't transport them. Yeah. Yeah. Is this like, like I know some people transportation go- right now. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Or, you know, a lot of some people would wear it to the club too. It's like, is true. Oh, that's it. They're off my dancing and balance. So be too much <laughs> mess up the fit as well. I, <laughs> I always wore very tight, the tighter pants and everything mm. um, for sure. I never really. And no, I sag, but it would be the the skinny sag. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's a stud sag. It's a stem. A stud, it's stem exactly. Sag. A stem stud. St- yes. There we go. Yes. Say it three times fast. That's uh, it. And then strap on harnesses for every step of your strap journey. Um, and those are just some of the titles. But again, Shelly knocked it out of the park with just even the concept of this when she reached out. There was a couple of them that I wanted to... Um, that I kind of went in between um, taking a position on. But yeah, happy strap week. I mean, that's happy strap awesome. Week. Ooh, Straps are for everybody. I hope that we make this everybody. like an annual holiday. I know, it should be. Or we should just, you know, give thanks. <laughs> so we just, just start with straps. This, this is <laughs> the week thanks, to give yeah. thanks yeah, to yeah, the straps in your life. Yeah, strap week. Anybody out there strapping, you know, just <laughs> give thanks to them. I think November <laughs> is good month for strap. This strap is, month, I mean, it adds, week. it ties into the two months that are the queerest months besides June. So yeah. Yeah. Why and we could give thanks to other things as we well. Can, but, but that is you know. one that if you need to have that intentional focus time to say, thanks strap. It's a lot with this it. This is it. It's a lot with it. Yeah. But yeah, go and check out that whole series. You can find it all on Autostraddle and uh, make sure that I think Autostraddle is doing their like end of the year campaign. So make sure you donate some money to them yes, as well. They're like an absolutely. independent run. Uh, group and keep content like this going. We need to support it. So mm-hmm. give your yep. dollars to Autostraddle. Any little bit counts. I know they take it, you know, $1 up, you know, but the, these things count our media, our queer media counts. So. Absolutely. Okay. And um, our next category is, you know, we're talking about the holidays. We're talking about what we should be watching. We are going to be doing a live with our friends at Les Hangout um in december and we're going to be talking about the queer holiday films that you should be watching but ones that you can also look forward to as well so we had talked about rupaul's new film that's coming out which is the bitch you stole christmas and that is coming out it's like one it's premiering on vh1 it is stacked with a cast of Drag Race alums and special guest stars, which means we're going to have somebody who's famous. And it is premiering on December 2nd at 9 p.m. Eastern on VH1. So there's one what that you can watch December 2nd at 9 p.m. December Eastern. 2nd. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, there's a that's lot of stuff that's coming out on December 2nd, I think. Yeah. It's like okay. A, it's like a queer holiday drop. It's a lot of happening. queer movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Hallmark has apparently stepped it up. With some of their mm-hmm. films, they just had uh, and Lifetime, both mm. both Hallmark and Lifetime. Hallmark has definitely still stuck with more of the gay men storylines. Yeah, um, okay. but Lifetime is debuting their first lesbian holiday love story. 
Really? What's yes. the name of that one? This okay. one is called Under the Christmas Tree. Okay. And it okay. is um, a film about two people who initially don't want anything to do with each other. But of course, mm, things begin to heat up between them. A city girl meets Christmas tree worker love story is the kind of love story that makes mm. for a classic Christmas love story. And I don't know why they said love story three times in one sentence as I read this. Um, <laughs> Elise Bowman and Tatiana, I feel like mm. I mispronounced that, Jones, yep. star in the film Good that try. premieres December 19th on Lifetime. Wow. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. It's I gotta great. let my mom knows. No, my mom loves first off Hallmark movies, mm. Christmas movies, and everything. And Lifetime, she's been supporting Lifetime. Well, there you go. There you so, go. Um, gonna love that one. What else? You obviously know about our favorites: A New York Christmas Wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about it last year. So if you listen to our show from last year, we talked about it. Also, we talked about Happiest Season last year. Um, still cracks me up that that is one of our most listened to episodes. I know. Which is great. I like, love that. Y'all, y'all love the y'all holidays. Came, y'all love y'all the holidays. Y'all came hard for that. Y'all came hard for that. Um, if you know, if you want to go out west or southwest or anywhere where there are ranches, there is a Christmas at the ranch. Hmm. And that is, if you've ever wanted a queer version of the city girl comes home to her family ranch trope, well, this is the film for you. Hmm. This lesbian take on the classic holiday film will see Laura Allen and Amanda Rigetti as the two lovebirds from different worlds. And I actually saw the trailer for this one. And it is basically like a, we're about to lose the farm. And the city girl comes home. And then the person who's working on the farm has to sit and like have an attitude with her about the fact that she just now showed up to sit and just get rid of all the things that these people love. And she never comes home. So she doesn't know the light, you know, those types of stories. That is what this is. So that will be streaming on Tello, T-E-L-L-O, beginning December 1st. Wow. How about that? You know? Netflix is coming out with it first like i know it's a gay male lead yes one, it but is. it's like their own it's called single all the way mm. great title With michael yuri philemon chambers jennifer coolidge and kathy najimi are making this yuletide extremely gay oh, nice. also on december 2nd that is very queer friendly yeah single everybody's all in it the way Netflix's first entry into the queer holiday film Pantheon begins this December with the whole amazing cast that we just read, especially Jennifer Coolidge come through. Yeah. Um, the film stars Michael Yuri as a single gay guy who is afraid of his family's judgment on his singledom. Mm. So okay. yeah, that's, that is coming I don't, to I don't Netflix. know why, but that made me think about like, I mean, not that they deviate very far with holiday movies, so I shouldn't even put this pressure really out. But I was like, all right, you know, but y'all start to expand <laughs> some of these, like, scared of their family kind of thing. Like, we could also have, like, an accepting, <laughs> affirming family <laughs> as well. Yeah, this is Just, true. This yeah, is true. So. But um, you know who else is throwing their mm. ring? Hat in the ring? Hat in the ring. Um, mm. HBO Max. Of course. They're of course. doing the 12 dates of Christmas. So this isn't a movie. This oh. is uh this is a holiday reality dating show that will feature oh, both better. a lesbian and gay contestant what? looking for holiday love on HBO Max. So oh, this will be better. out by the time this episode comes out. It starts November 25th. Oh wow. So okay. and check that out. Yeah, the people who are in the advertising, it's like one white guy, a black woman, and a black man. So mm. here for okay. that. Um the with love. 
on Amazon Prime. It's a miniseries showcasing love stories from holidays all year. And it will not only feature a gay love story, but will feature one of the transgender storylines in a holiday rom-com. Nice. And that series airs December 17th. Well, I'm happy with the selection we have. That is a very robust... Look at this expansion. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like expansion. And this is only just like so. some. So mind you, I'm reading all of this yeah. off of a BuzzFeed article that's literally just like LGBTQ plus holiday rom-com. So you can look this up. Um, but I feel like all there was zero like five years ago. So this is I mean, basically, great. yes. Yeah. It was like all of our sad films like The Holiday Heart and yeah. Tangerine yeah. and mm-hmm. that that was kind of it. That's what we had. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so we have lots of holiday films to look out for and things to watch. So make sure you watch it. We will post details about uh when we're doing this live with Les Hangout so that you can come and hear our reviews because we will have been able to watch most of these by the time we get to record. And yes. it will be a donation based to um a great cause. So more places to put your money for good causes. Nice. All right. Before we close out, we didn't want to let this moment pass to talk about our auntie mm-hmm. versus uh, Shaka Khan versus Stephanie Mills. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> whew. All right. Auntie versus. I was like, uh, I'm really ready for this because so I haven't seen it yet, but I want to hear so, Chris's response to everything, especially based off this initial reaction. I mean, what haven't you seen? You you saw that Shaka was pretty out of it. Like, I don't think that was just a rock. I saw nothing. Oh, yes. I haven't seen Shaka anything. Khan so you can tell me. Very much out of it. Um, I'm zero part surprised so, about this. Yeah. She showed but, up. Yeah, lit. exactly. She showed yeah, up. Yeah, Shaka Khan has shown up lit before mm. um, and everything. So this was really, you know, a. I mean, it was still a celebration because Stephanie Mills, in just the like perfect example of like sisterhood and um, just looking out for another human, like really put on a show and like worked with Shaka, who was like barely even singing her songs like mm-hmm. that out of it um, i feel so, like it's always like, one you know, or the other that ends up uh, yeah but shaka started off like that because you know obviously it's it is usually sponsored by Ciroc or you know people get lit on verses and everything mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i don't know shaka might have had something else so i don't i want to be careful with it because i don't know if shaka khan has uh, uh substance abuse issues but stephanie mills definitely held it down and just, you know, still made it a show, sung some of Shaka Khan's uh, songs and everything. Mm-hmm. And also just reminding folks that she has hits on hits on hits and that right. people have sampled the fuck out of Stephanie Mills. So um, still a good show, obviously, you know, would want a, a different outcome, but the, the playlist, the playlists are out there. So you can enjoy them both on, on title <laughs> or some of the other places that have the versus playlists and, yeah. every, you know, everything. The next versus is uh, Three Six Mafia and Bone Thugs and Harmony. Not so much a fan of both of them, but I know that Three Six has some very good songs. And yeah, I'll probably skip that one. But, you know, they're still going. They are still chugging along. You know, you yeah, know the versus I do stuff. want to see. There's still a bunch of them. But I do want to see just because of the chatter about it, and we might have talked about it before. But Usher versus Chris Brown, I think that would be a. I think that a would actually be one. really solid. Yeah, because Chris Brown Missy. writes a lot too. But 
Usher's albums. Like I, I, I still give Usher the edge because he has two, three albums mm-hmm. worth of, you know, where he could just, and, and it's only 20 songs. So yeah. I don't know. It would have to be the, one of those things where they're just like really strategic about it. If you are the, have the weaker playlist, but yeah. I and mean, what you talking gonna, that would happen would be great. The dancing, the, the shit dancing, talking, yeah. uh, dance battles would come back. Chris would win the would dance happen. battle. Usher has the better voice to me and everything. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. What are you going to do when You Got It Bad comes on? What are you going to do when Confessions comes on? You know, it's like... And then it's he like, has some sneaky hits, like Climax, like, age uh, Climax well. is still... Very well. That's still on active playlist that I... It's such a to. good song. It was during his, like, still, like, when techno, like, took over hip-hop mm-hmm. and everything. And that's the thing. Chris Brown has a bunch of those kind of hits. Like, he has yeah. a bunch of those where it's like, he will thoroughly use all those and it, you'll probably be tired from it but like climax was in there and was like yeah it, mm-hmm. it was a really good song yeah it's up there so i don't know that's one i want to see I, I do wonder how they're gonna close the year like i'm sure they're gonna have like a big one to close the to. year so we'll see they have to yeah so all right Let's move along to the advice segment. Am I a bad queer? Uh, send your questions to badqueers at theherapp.com to be featured or DM us on IG. All right. This first one is from Anonymous. So we're going to call her Journey Smollett. Let's Just, go with that. It, Journey it felt right. Smollett. She was on my Instagram lately. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right. Not necessarily am I a bad queer, but I just need advice. I want to begin the process of putting myself out there again. I want to join dating apps again, but I'm still incredibly nervous that I'll encounter my toxic ex. Uh, This has happened before and she basically sabotaged the experience. I'm still experiencing trauma responses around apps and am scared she will see me and have something to say or will poison the well when it comes to people I talk to. I've had friends hook me up with folks, uh, but they're but they can't be my wing people forever. I want to be able to do this for myself. Any tips? Well that's a shitty situation. And that is no nowhere near a bad queer for this. Um, especially with your ex putting energy into making your love life miserable and like mm-hmm. miserable with that. So um and you know the thing that sucks about that is like you can't really do anything about that you know like you i don't think this rises to a restraining order level but even then like people get around that anyway right um woof um trying to think of ways i mean obviously not giving any any indication of like where you're going um is helpful but then it's like i'm i'm thinking out loud right now with things because it's like if you go to a queer club there's obviously the chance that you see her there um and if she's still that pressed about it like yeah she might absolutely be there um so planning around that kind of will be just like by chance um reasoning and talking with her i'm gonna assume you tried this person seems um definitely out of it um I would lean on friends for now. I don't, I don't have anything good for this. I really don't. I mean, I would lean on friends for now because I want you to be safe, but like not knowing, like, is this a physically, it, it is definitely emotionally uh, a dangerous uh, a situation and all that. But um, I would rely on 
yeah, hookups with like friends, uh, through friends, um, maybe even consider long distance dating, um, which sucks that you have to be pushed to that. But, you know, you can find some really great people outside of your area. Um, yeah. What do you have for this, Shana? This is, yeah. Yeah. It's always uh, one wild. of those hard situations because it's like dating apps don't give the filter, which it would be hard. I mean, social media doesn't give the filters up. Like, right. Here's this person. Honestly, that's what social media and dating apps need to give is like, this is my ex. And it just like blocks them from being able to see you or understand, like pop up yeah. anywhere or even know like who you're looking at or talking to or anything like that. But she like could that. just make a fake account too and follow her. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so. it is one of those things where it sucks that somebody is willing to put that energy out there. Um, I know, it's like, like, how reasonable are they to do? Like, because it's like, oh, trying like, to talk to They're literally them, putting the energy out there they're... to say sabotage. But I also, one, I would say, I would hope I would, like, you'd be able to meet someone that say, if that were to happen, that person would take the steps to be like, hey, like, what's your side of the story? Yeah. Or you just have like, you know, your little mini thing that you can just copy in there and say like, if somebody did decide to like, co-match and they decided to talk shit and you're just like i am out of this like really shitty situation um sorry that you had to get reached out to like that like i am not in contact with them and so this is all on like their side i would appreciate getting to know you on my own as i work through all of this and it's like it sucks that you have to almost like give yourself a pitch but it's also like those people get in your way because they just don't want to see you happy it's it's like one of those territorial things where if mm-hmm. they can't have you, no one can have you. But the moment that you do put yourself out there and move past that and allow yourself to be happy. Like I've had this conversation a lot with a few people lately. Like I had a friend who wanted to leave a place early because they knew that their ex was going to be there. Mm. And they were like, nope, I know their schedule and they're probably going to be here. I shouldn't be here. And it's like, you know, sometimes have that like group of friends, even if you had like a group was of people. Was it a safety were, thing or just not wanting to see the ex? It like, was one of those, you're... like they were toxic, not in the terms of like, physically toxic just like Mm -hmm. emotionally draining yeah and that's kind of what this one sounds like is like you just don't want to deal with the drama and the issues and having to get in those conversations where if you're blocked on every other platform like as soon as you see their profile on the app just go ahead and block them and Mm -hmm. the only thing that they can do is guess at that point and see and they'll be like you know, go from there. Um, if they are a little crazy and they like screenshot your stuff and do that, that's a whole other safety issue. And then I would definitely say like, take a step back, go back to the friends and the wing woman and things like that. But yeah. there's a point where, you, you know, if you're not in like any physical danger, there is a point where you do have to face it head on and go and like do your thing. And dating apps are growing more and more nowadays. And, mm-hmm you know, you're going to come across more profiles. If you see their profile, block it immediately and then keep it moving. Um, cause they can't get through everybody. Yeah. They're not going to match with everybody and they're not going to talk to everyone. Also have like a range of dating apps that you get on so that, you know, you feel good about it. Also, um, I know that this is a, her, um, podcast, but you know, you can go on one of those more anonymous ones like Lex that, yeah, don't have any like photos showing you can like start there and then work your way out so there are ways but it's like the numbers are in your favor if they do to go through depending that effort, on where you are yeah obviously depending on where you are so hopefully i hope that you're in a big city and depending on where you are the numbers are definitely with you and 
I think you should just go for it. I think people like that are going to continue to try and like ruin your life because they know that they're making an impact. The moment that you show that they're not making an impact, you're taking away their power. Yeah. So if you can do that safely and you feel confident and like maybe you might be doing it like just a week or go in for short stints. People open and close their profiles all the time. Go in for like a week or two, see how it goes. And then if you get stressed, delete it and then set like a new date for you. Yeah. And just put your toes in the water. See what happens. You could also get like a few other friends to get on the app too. And it could be like your crew of people and you can all like sit and swipe together and then you have that support group that does it as well. So there are different ways. That sucks to even be in that position. It's if so it does shitty. rise to the level of of stalking or, you know, something you can't report, even though the cops are raggedy, um, you know, <laughs> you might want to start a, a paper trail of these things if yeah, they're absolutely. like really like devoting that energy. But mm-hmm. yeah, like Shana said, like still, pers- you got to still pursue your happiness and look out for you. So you know, yeah. do everything you can and try not to let this person, it is about control and, and keeping you from being happy. So anything. Yeah. And if they do cross that line, if you have like screenshots of them crossing that line, you can send it to um, the support um, contact from that dating app and they'll be able to take action on their profile too. Mm-hmm. So all of those options are available. If you didn't know that, now you know. Yeah. Good luck to you. You got this. Okay, uh, next up are messages from Courtney. Courtney says, hey all, love this show. It's become part of my weekly routine and I literally cannot start or complete my day without listening. Thanks, Courtney. Um, I have to ask, am I a bad he- queer for cringing at stud or masculine presenting performers? <laughs> it's not a matter of attraction because I'm pretty open with my preferences, but when I'm at an event or follow someone who is a performer and they post their performance, I just can't watch. I will leave the whole space not the whole space, Um, or exit the whole app. And no, I don't mean drag kings or anything like that. It's just very reminiscent of that era in junior high and high school when guys would body roll their tiny bird chests and grind them unsolicited mess all over people's daughters and call it dancing. (laughs) Like then, I will shiv the shit out of anybody with a toothpick that tries to pick me up, bend me over, or push their whole crotch in my face. Sorry. This may have gone on too long, but it feels good to get out. Really happy for you. Uh, Note that I identify as a lesbian, but I'm also ace. So this may completely be a me issue. LOL, Courtney. (laughs) So funny, Courtney. I saw this one come in and I was like, this is going to be fun to address. This is is great. Um, I feel like (laughs) we're talking about the, the epitome of the Usher Chris Brown era. Yeah, no, that's exactly that whole, the era that, yeah, it that started we with New Jack disgusting. Swing, but yep. it, it went all the way. It was 20 years strong. I grew up in that era. I, <laughs> you go ahead and answer, but this nope. is so personal to me. I want to you me. to answer. I want no, you no, to answer no, no, no. This is your question. You go ahead first <laughs> and I will answer. I will wait patiently to answer. Look, I feel like this is just the carryover of the toxic masculinity that we discussed, especially in depth with like Kia when she was on. Um about how we just don't need to carry that into today. And I feel like that's what we go back and just look to because we kind of have more of those dance moves, Um, especially if somebody was like more feminine growing up and then they started to become more masculine presenting. That was their example. That was what they knew. And you know what? I get it. Mm -hmm. I get it. And I... (laughs) This is terrible because this is pro- this is kind of like a question mark because I'm like, what are 
like the top stud or masculine of center dance moves? Uh, well, definitely a body roll. Um, depending on where you are, uh, a shimmy. I'm not mm. saying a cap of shimmy. I'm just saying a shimmy. <laughs> they don't. They don't own shimmies. Um, a good two step is maybe. I was like the three. main. The main thing was the two step, uh, or and just then number like, four is not dancing at all. Yeah. Okay. I. Yeah. I. Wow. That is a very comprehensive list that you came yep. up with. And that. Thank you. Um. So yeah. really, all I would have to say to you is that there's not a lot in their arsenal. So. <laughs> you can cringe at that one and then appreciate the other three. Yes, I agree. Nobody needs to go and like, uns- especially unsolicited grinding is just, it's annoying mm, on all accounts yeah. and all of that. But that's, don't touch it, me. That's, uh, that sounds like they only have four moves in their arsenal and we're just going to have to, you know, kind of work with it. But if they can maybe work with it in their own space and not unsolicitedly, yep, do it to you, <laughs> then. I'd say support them in that way. It can just be with your dollars and it doesn't have to be with your body. And it could be one of those things where you're just giving back to the community in that way. But yeah, if they're trying to do that to you and you're like, just no, I understand the leaving. Yeah. I understand the stepping aside. You go ahead and do that. Absolutely. But you know, again, Chris laid out the four. So those are the four. It's probably different for the younger, the younger gym. I now need to know. Please. We might have to post um, this as a question at some point in the next week. <laughs> top stud dance moves. What are yeah. the stud dance moves? I need to know. Um, so this is definitely me um, and being and, and uh, taking a different point of view from what you were saying about it being like the toxic stud thing. I think I was doing the toxic stud thing and cringing at it because I just, yeah, you know, I would hate when this happened in the club. Like there was yeah. this one club is called Delta in DC. And I remember it staying open until like 3 a.m. So mm-hmm. it was great. And you could get there later, you know, get there at midnight and it was in the cut um, and had a great DJ. But of course they would stop the goddamn music for this very thing. And it would piss me off because it stops the flow of things. It right. stops every, you know, it's all eyes to the front. And it's like, yo, I paid $20 to get in here. Like I want to dance the whole night. Man, we paid so much money to get into clubs in DC. So much. They could they could charge anything they wanted. We were going in there. Yep. Um, and this was a black queer one, you know, and that you obviously, you got to take what you could get. So, mm-hmm. so I used to cringe and everything, but it was on some like toxic, toxic stud, masculinity like go like this is stupid i will say as i'm older now and haven't experienced that in a long time looking back it's like um it's not really so much jealousy though it is like a you can't dance with anybody if they're dancing so start dancing (laughs) but i mostly uh want to say now like this doesn't their dancing has nothing to do with me like it, they should be able to perform the people that is for love it um, and should be able to enjoy it mm-hmm. uh, in the club. So it's not about me. And I have to, get, you know, you. that's a, it's not about me. Mm-hmm. Um, so Courtney is, it's not about you. I mean, if they're grabbing you unsolicited and trying to do like, yeah, put you in a chair and do all the, the stuff that they do, um, then obviously, yeah, like fuck off me or shiv the shit out of them. I love the shiv the shit. Um, but, it's not about you. It's for the people that it's for. Unfortunately, our spaces are sometimes three in one. And I, so it's like club, strip, birthday party, whatever. Like they'll, they'll change it out. So 
it's just part of the community. <laughs> it just is like, you know, tip them, support them by being there, you know, or go to the bar or somewhere else and just, I don't know, wait until it stops. Hopefully it doesn't end the night because that's where I hate that it ends the night. Right. They place it where it's like, after this, it's time to go home. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise than that, it's not really for you. It's... It's for the other people who enjoy it. I don't know who they are, <laughs> but they're in there and, and they are tipping. So got to let back them to the have community. that. You got to let them have it. You got to let them have it. I, I realize I'm hating. I'm hating like because not so dancers. much of their moves or anything, but I'm just like, I'm hating on them. So <laughs> let them have it. This is, you know, someone in there, someone, one of your queer bread brethren in there is getting their whole life off of this so just let them have it mm-hmm. and you know keep it pushing you just have yeah. to you just have to there we go you just have to you know thanks Courtney this was that one was fun that that was great brought flashbacks and I was like oh and I realized every single time just how fucking annoyed I was but it really was because I paid to get in here it ended the night in most uh-huh. cases and it just stopped the flow. Like yeah. it really did. Like the people who weren't taking in the show were at the bar. So then the bar would be full. And it's just like, this is just not what I wanted. And there mm-hmm. was never more film shows. And even that I would have probably felt the same way. Like where it's like, I could have gone to a strip club if I wanted to see this, but it's not for me. Right. It's for the people it's for. So thanks for that, Courtney. All right, this last one is from Taryn. Taryn asks, am I a bad queer for not wanting to buy my partner presents for Christmas? They really love Christmas and I really don't. Oh, wow. Not for religious reasons. I just think the holiday and Santa thing is lame. Should I cave in and celebrate it because they love it? Mm -hmm. Thanks for your help. Wow. Well, if they love it, you should make a attempt in some effort like you don't have to you don't have to fully buy into christmas um but if if your partner loves it if they love it then i mean you know you could buy a gift right you know i'm not going all out but you know indulge them a little bit if it's not religious reasons and i don't know if it's like anything in the past that happened all of these years before then yeah, <laughs> look, nothing apparently. They're like, it's just December 25th. <laughs> like, do you not use any of the Christmas gifts that you ever got growing up? Yeah. Just Side note, do you accept Santa as uh, an alternative name to Santa? No tea, like Santa. We were yeah. talking about this past week. A thousand okay. percent, yes. Okay, yeah, because I was like, I mean, there's Santa, but Santa. I stopped and I like, was like, you're saying the same thing, yes. Yeah, Santa. I was like, why are you saying the same thing out loud? I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, that's the Virginia. It's like, you're like, what are you, what's the difference? So I was like, one's without a T. It's like, Santa. And then I saw that you broke it down and I was like, got yeah. it, got it. Yeah, yeah there's Santa and there's Santa. So it's yep. two separate, yeah. two separate like, Santas. You look at the kids, we're going to see Santa. We're going to see yeah. Santa today. You want to yep. see Santa? Yeah. That's no it. That's, that is yeah. all. I think that's all I know. Yeah, yeah. You were like, what? I, you, I literally did because I stopped and I'm like, why are you repeating yourself over yeah. and over? Like, are we good? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I thought it was acceptable. Yeah. I was yeah. like, no, no a thousand percent. Yeah, Santa, yep. no. That is uh, it. But yeah, just buy a gift, Taryn. Yeah. Buy a gift. Just a gift. Why don't Jeez. you shit? You are a bad queer. You are absolutely a bad queer. Like, why the fuck would you write us? Yeah. Like, like, not for sheesh. religious reasons. I just think it's stupid. Like, right. But well, your partner she- loves it. So, what are you going to do? Have like, just, just not 
Just yeah. not. I don't, and, I don't get You could lean into, honestly, Taryn, you could literally lean into the grumpiness of Christmas. Mm-hmm. You could go and like yep. have your Grinch shirts yep. and um, what's that? Of uh, the Christmas Carol, and you could be Scrooge, yeah. and you can like lean into the it in the way that you Christmas. want. Yeah, all of these, all of these ways you can lean into the stuff, or like even when they're like, "Oh, let's go out and do the decorations," you can get the Grinch one where it only has that like one strand of lights, and he's grabbing it, and you're like, "Okay, I'm done." Like, yeah, you've done, you've participated in that way. There are so many ways that you can participate and indulge your partner if it brings them joy. Sometimes you just got to do that. What is you. the old man's name from? Is, is it? No, it's a Christmas Carol. Yeah, it's a Christmas Carol. You know, the tiny Tim. Who's? It's Scrooge. You could be it's the Scrooge. Scrooge of this. There are characters. There's anti-Christmas characters in Christmas. It's really, I mean, it it, it has it all in terms of characters. There's so, a bunch. Like, you can just assume any of these anti-Christmas characters. Plus, there's an hilarious ever. shirts now that are out there where it's like, I'm just here for the eggnog or mm-hmm. whatever else. Like, lean into it in your own yeah. way and celebrate it with your partner in the way instead of where if you're like, I'm not celebrating this because it's Christmas. I'm doing this because I love you. And yeah. I'm giving you this as a token of my love for you. Or maybe I'll do something community aid based where it's like, it's not so Christmassy, but like, I love Christmas because not the presents or Santa. Um, <laughs> Santa. No tea. <laughs> no tea. Um, it's the season. It, it's just the feels that it gives uh, most people. I know it's hard for some and everything, but you know, I, I, I like, I like Christmas because of the feels. Mm-hmm. It just kind of elicits and the Christmas lights, honestly, it's really those two things. So yeah, um, you don't have things. to do like traditionally Christmas things, Yeah, but you should indulge your partner because they probably think some of the stuff you do is lame and mm-hmm. they do it. And they so, do it. Come yeah. through Taryn. Yeah. All right. Well, that is, well, happy holidays, Karen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that is our, if anybody to say happy holidays to it, is this is Taryn. the one. This is the one. Yeah, that, that is one. Uh, so that completes our advice segment. Am I a bad queer? Send your questions to badqueers at theherapp.com to be featured or DM us at badqueerspod. Yep. What well, what type of bad queers will we be if we didn't have unpopular queer opinions? Um, I need to pull out some notes for uh, mm. this one because Chris, okay. we have to have a bit of a discussion in this oh, as well. I see so, yours. Um, yeah. So my bad queer opinion, and <sighs> um, I'm currently sitting in the same room as my girlfriend right now, and she's gonna look over here and be like, "Absolutely not." Um, but my bad queer opinion is that it should be required that all queer people watch a minimum of three musicals in their lifetime. Minimum three. I would love to hear the reasons why. One, most musicals stem around queer actors and actresses and instrumentalists and all of this. Like our people are out there putting on the show of a lifetime. A lot of musicals are based around queer stories and the music that's created is iconic and performed by some of our favorite icons, dicons, and all of the above. So we should be giving them their flowers by taking in, in your lifetime, minimum of three. Of three. So you can put... Absorb the arts, give appreciation, give back to the community and support the people who are out here working, doing the things, slaying all over the stage. And that's where we're at. Chris, how did you get to three? Now, how did you get to three? I I want to deep dive into... Three is a solid average. 
Three is just like a solid number where it's like, you're not just going to do something once. Then you never know. Three gives you enough time to like absorb and make your decision on whether or not you're going to choose more or less. So you want people to fit back into the box because we're backwards. So we're fitting out of the box. Oh, this is, but you this want is the argument to, that you're going to do? This is the argument? I'm just saying. Did you not hear my, I am my just reasoning? Saying Did you not hear my reasoning? Maybe some of us to musicals aren't the it. community. You could support, support the community the in community. a lot of different ways that have there nothing to do with ways. three musicals. Like, you can How many musicals the, have you seen? How many musicals have you seen? You, you already inadvertently saw three, but it was and, inadvertent. It happened. Like I wasn't like, oh, I would love to see this. Like it wasn't. It wasn't that. Like it was um, almost. It sounds like, like it was you really accidental. Sounds like you did enjoy Greece. But my mom and my sister used to play that all the time, so I like had to watch. Sounds that. like you did enjoy Dreamgirls. Dreamgirls is good. I'll give you Dreamgirls. So just one. So one you could do. One you could do. What other? We'll what other one. things would you like qualify as musicals? Have you seen Hamilton? You haven't seen Hamilton, are you, right? Are you? No, I haven't. Are okay. you saying so? This feels like Courtney's argument for the body rolling stud uh, stripper thing, where it's just like musicals are for the queer people. It's for, and you know, God bless that y'all. God bless y'all. Okay. I have okay? other questions. I have but other do you questions think that everybody you. should experience a stud or just like masculine drag king, whatever show, just because they're queer? They have yes. to go to three. Yes. Why? It would be great. You're supporting. I am here on the argument basis of supporting the arts. But what if you can support other arts arts. that are queer friendly? And you go and see them and experience it and say like, there we go. We have done it. Three in your entire life. So what if you go see like a a cover band that has like queer people in it? That's like kind of related. It's adjacent. That you could support the arts. It, yes, but if you can support the <laughs> arts in different ways, like there are, but there and, are also different types of musicals in the ways that they show up. It doesn't have to be the full Broadway stage performance. It I could think be this is more like for what? you. Okay, think of it like this: it's this more quotas, so for you, you and the three, fact that you're about to miss you have Cynthia Erivo as Alphaba. I'm fine. I've watched like, Cynthia Erivo in Genius, which she was Aretha Franklin, and, and that was fine because though. it wasn't a musical. It no. just was a series with we singing. We all know that she wasn't. That's what to be. I want. We I love this because she chosen Jennifer she Hudson to be able act. to go and do this. She didn't sing act Aretha Franklin. That could Not have been a whole musical. musical. Are sing acting with that went through and have ever a musical there and then move from there. No. Okay. Hold Absolutely. On. Not. Okay. What are some What are some other musicals that you see? Okay, so we've seen Grease. We've seen Dreamgirls. Mm-hmm. What are other... I said? I saw the air, the end of Hairspray. Okay, the um, end of Hairspray. I mean, that's really the main part that you need to see. So I support it. I um, that's and, not and it that's just gets like, over the line it gets like over 2. the line that's it like gets 2. over 2. the line 5. though it rounds up it's yeah no but seeing the end of it is like like you have you up. seen The Wiz you round up yeah that's a musical and that's a good musical and that's it you you keep saying that's it where we have and that's just it. over and over proven that like you liked Grease you liked Dreamgirls and you liked The Wiz say, but those are black those are three musicals right those there. black musicals so are what? fine I didn't, put it, I didn't put it in the those box those are okay those Did are I? black I just said musicals, musicals period and that was proving my argument right the there sing so- we do sing songs. we just proved it right there with, Grease is not a black musical anyway. and you liked it yeah but that's just that was you liked it. In. you've said it I saw it like over 50 times you have The Wiz those are the I'm things. not sure where this three, times. this 
three you minimum is the range of the what three we can be seeing minimum? in all of these things and how that can happen. It comes in all the different three ranges, minimal. I'm not areas, understanding. I'm not understanding three I have done, physicals it's, minimal. It's similar like Who to your science for? research Who that we have done for? in previous episodes. <laughs> Who and is this I for? think that Oops. three Oops. Is, this is for the number. The musical Three's folks the are going to be fine because you musical people are crazed. Y'all the love musical, musical. musical like y'all will support the fuck out of them and they're fine. Continuously, we're starting to lose all everybody the older at, no, white no, no, folks no. that continue everybody, to give the money to it. Everybody should be able to support, to support the queer arts that they feel like they should. Because this they is will. a very They'll go to the musicals that they want to see. I'm not saying very, that you have to, like, you have to see very typical queer. We're literally bad and you queer. have to see like, these things. You're saying we have to do this? The that area doesn't that make you want to go see it and be able to watch it. It doesn't make any sense. It just doesn't. Support your community. So what? Please but then there's you. other things you support can mention. Your there's other right there. ways you well, can support right now, your community. We're talking about this one. Musicals. We're talking about it's this just one. Not. Of course, there's it's always going to be others one. that you can support. But right one. now, we are talking about you. The you in this and area. your argument we said it should be required that it should all be. queer should people should. And this is why this be my bad opinion. For what? For whoops? For who? For what? For whom? For what? All you it should be required that all queer people watch yep. three musicals minimum. Absolutely. For who and for what? In their entire for life. For who and for what? In their entire life. For Out of your entire life, and for you what? pick like, if you what? know you don't Six like any something to get it done. There you go. I, why waste your time? There you why go. Why waste your time? You, go and support you it. could pick three go and support queer non-musical movies and, and be I fine. Would and like fine. to continue in this safe space to have my bad queer opinion and do all of these things. Chris, what's your bad queer opinion? It makes no sense. It makes, it makes all sense. no sense. All Solid queer numbers. people. So then, Solid we're, numbers. We're, I've done some look, research. we're the baddish, baddish queers. The baddish. <laughs> we're going to remix this episode. That is a straight and narrow queer stereotype <laughs> that you want to harken back to. Harken back to. You want to harken back to that. The now stereotype you're is that back. you act in the musical. That's the stereotype. How not do you feel us going about to watch making us go? That's not making us go back. That's not retracting. The stereotype is that most queer people are back in into musicals. That box. Have so we all have to do musical. So instead, go and expand your sites. And do we all have those? Do we all have there to like ranges? Techno, there are different identities techno, and dance music and because it's played at queer clubs because of this. That's what. Like, that what is. are we doing? That's what that it, is. It, it starts with this, and it could be anything else. Like what else? What it else? It could be anything should else. Be the we're not talking about like, anything else. We are talking, talking about, about that. quotas and I feel minimums. Like you are projecting on the things that oh. you just don't want to do when you've it's already wild. done it. You've already done it. And it's look wild. at you here today. And, I, and, and because I've done it, and that's why I'm giving an informed pushback because I was like, it was three too many. It was three too many musicals. Three, you were like, it was three too many. It's just like we don't take it or leave it. After the first time that they've gone and done something, we're like, hey, you have to go and. The Wiz and Dream Girls. Oh, here we go. The Wiz and go. Dream Girls. The other ones could take it or leave it. So the minimum of three, I'm not getting where you like. I could. Oh, so what? The is, other is, ones is could go three? away. Are you like, happy with two? You want to get and a two? And had I not seen those, I would have been fine. Still, I would have still been fine. So that's the thing. Like the minimum of three, it's like mm, you're pushing right. it. Have you you're seen? Have it. you seen Beyonce's Hip Hopera? No, no. <laughs> that MTV one? <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> no, I knew even back then. No, 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 ma'am, Pam. No, ma'am, Pam. No, no. 
But you know what? So that's funny. okay. You know that like, is going to land. I was like, you've seen Disney movies. You've seen all these for, other things. Those are musicals as well. The these things. are very easy animated identified things. Like I'll, I'll let animated and get those away are with musicals. that. That's a little different. Yeah, those are but still animated musicals. could do whatever so they want. Then it's still three. Anim- animated. I'm saying musicals. Period. That is no. giving the range going from black musicals, Latinx musicals. If you want to include animated like Disney that, movies into musicals, there. then sure. We I was are like, just Beyonce's widening. hip hopera counts we as a musical. Just, we're widening the gap. You're just going anywhere right, with sure, these musicals sure. and everything. I'm sticking to my argument. It's a, I'm sticking it's to my a, argument. Um, it's, a, it's like We've a had the born again Christian like pressure you're putting on really? about this you know born how like born again christians, christians wow. are like oh like you gotta join wow. it's like that's what that's the that's the energy i'm getting from mm. the minimum of three i'm just getting a lot of projection like, around this and here, it sounds like, like that you have a really like this, rigid definition just of what here, musicals like, are I just, and that you i mean i've heard about that but i just want to hear a little yourself. bit like, that's just, what i think i think you have like, put musicals are you ready to get baptized what you feel like they are all these things you're not are the energy that you're giving this argument you're not i just want you to know the energy I need the energy you associated to with this. your thought process because I think you're limiting this and I think you're really this. putting that into a box. So and you know, here we are. You're putting us back into a box. And, no, and you're I just, putting there's a couple into points a there. And projecting it's a couple points here. You're projecting. Am I? I didn't put a minimum on anything. <laughs> there's minimums. There You've already done it. You've acquired the minimum. How many minimums. Disney movies have you seen? Requirements and how you're many requirements movies minimums have you on seen? all queer people? How many have you seen? Oh, you didn't say some. You said all queer people are required and you put a minimum. <gasps> but you're saying this like it's no, actively in the world right uh-uh, now. I'm saying it uh-uh. should be. It should be a thing it that we not. don't appreciate. It should not. We have many talented brothers and sisters in our community who are going. You and they're going to continue to create art. of what you think musicals are. They're you're going only thinking to of stage plays where all they do is sing throughout the performance when there is and more And we're going to support them in that art that's non-musical art. That involves music. Thank you. Okay. I had a backward opinion today (laughs) that was going to be something. Mine's absolutely going to be like, you shouldn't be required to support (laughs) you cannot do a musical (laughs) queer musical (laughs) art when there are other non-musical queer arts to support out here. And I don't think that anybody (laughs) should feel like they should have to adhere to quotas or minimums or anything where there's all included, all required. This mm. feels really, it, it just feels really pressurey. It's just a lot. The hand just, it's a lot. That it's a lot. Throughout it's a lot of pushing. Discussion. It's a lot of pushing. Man, the because you know what? I saw those, real. I saw those musicals that you, that we listed and mentioned, and it was in a pressure free environment. I wasn't required as, as being part of all queer people to watch mm-hmm. it and everything. Mm-hmm. And it just mm-hmm. honestly happened. It wasn't like, oh, I'm going to sit down, even though the whiz, now that one. If nothing else, I'll just take with me. That is just a classic. But, you know, I just think that queer people should have the space to express that, you know, musicals might not be for them and that they support other queer non-musical art because the arts are important. The arts are important, but, but just a lot of the stereotypes that are around the arts are because people have not experienced it and have this presumption around what it is. Like the amount of times that I had to fight people to come see performances when I was in school and then they got there and were like, oh my gosh, 
I didn't yeah, but even like know because I had these stereotypes. And they, no, I'm talking play. about musicals, stage plays, short oh, plays, no, 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 box, no, 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 black box type no, theater no. things, musical performances, my performances so when I'm I did percussion ensembles. We are I'm talking, not saying yes. just plays. And those are the things that like, if you're gonna, people should come and try. And they're in different variations, in different yeah, versions. No. And we extreme. Some of we them. already did it. Some of them. But by I would put that in the musical category. There's musicals and then there's plays. You've already seen I would go to a serious play. are musicals. A serious play, musicals, you know. I'm no, but not all serious plays are musicals. They're not. They're, I'm talking Nobody about the plays that have all literally plays no music in it. Like that's separate that. from musicals. I, I musicals have an element of, of music is. in it. Indeed. So then, that's what I mean. That's two separate things. That's not the same thing. They're Nobody now they're related. The Nobody was saying they're it was not the same thing. thing. Nobody said it was the same thing. Well, I am saying that <laughs> those things you could support. So, but don't clump them together. Like if I want to support a play. Cool. I don't think there should be any minimum. I, I don't know where you got this idea from. I was literally saying can. the fact that I brought people. Our school hosted a summer music theater program, and it was mm-hmm. a whole summer of performances that I would then convince the people to come and support, just like we would do throughout the school year. And it was incredible to see the light change and do the things. But I think you just have a very limited that's definition really nice. of what musicals are, and we should. Yeah, if that. we're talking about and musicals, like I'm talking about the musical musicals, I don't like, and that's the one where there's it's just heavily music. I don't like that. Yeah, I like plays, I, that's why you and all that. And that's why I'm saying and if you expand I, to what I, musicals I've are, because you're just plays, talking about the musicals where they quota, are seeing the entire time. I went time. over your quota, I and I feel that. this way. And yet, and there are, are musicals no, that you, I like. There are, yes, and I still don't think that they're. You have to explore. You have to explore the range. Teach his own. I mean, obviously, I feel like you are jaded by the ones that sing the entire time which but i understand those, that's not for everybody but there is a variation I don't even want a little of variation ones. of it i don't want you to sing your feelings at all at any point you don't at, at no point i don't mm. want you to sing at all your feelings at no point i don't want you to sing any of the lines mm. if i'm not here for that now animated uh movies and stuff like that if that's in the musical category that's a different to me because i just look at cartoons differently and even then i get annoyed because boss burgers has like some stretches of ep- episodes where they're musicals and I honestly have to suffer through them and I love Bob's Burgers and it's so clever but mm. I'm like oh why are they singing this and mm. those are and that's cartoons because just, you have done what it is. the research I, to then know? say like you know what it's not for me yeah because you made it you made it to your point I, I did and you got through I did and I got through that, that I got through your point. minimum there I do go. think that people and should maybe it. if you said minimum one I, okay. I can yeah, but see then, because then okay, you can say, say like, you see one and your one is like Les Miserables. That, <laughs> that would turn that me off of musicals be, forever. That might be and I 100% crumbles. agree, which is why I give the number to say you need to expose yourself to the different types so that you don't sit down Maybe for the one that's like in the middle Les Miserables or something like that and then go from there. But I feel like you would also, as a, as a mus- musical lover, even if we did one or two, doesn't even matter the number, y'all would always be like, well, watch this one. Or watch it, and it's like, but and try it, you try know. It. You I'm trying, try you know. It just three isn't for everybody, you know. To it, and luckily for musicals, I mean, y'all are a strong contingency within the queer community. Like, mm. good God, you know, mm. great for y'all. You know how you felt about you. You feel the same way about that. Like, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't think you watched it, or no. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. But we respect it from afar. Like, oh my God, so many Emmys, like, so did many Did I go awards. and did I watch a few episodes? Sure. I've, I've seen and an episode. I tried it. Not for me. Tried it Not on. for me. But what if Waited somebody for said, but seasons. you needed to watch three tried of these it. episodes? I did. I actually did watch three of the episodes. 
I think I watched even more. Of the I think I watched but probably more than somebody three. told you you had to watch, or it should be required. I feel like this is, this is that the part. All this, of you I should. feel your projections on this. I'm just saying, and that's all. Given it is. given Honestly, your your requirements, you sit down. And you watch three episodes. Wow, there's three hours you know? of me having to like, sit and like, watch three uh, different episodes. I think of I can after one, and then be like, you know what? I'm good. Yeah, I, you know that's all I'm saying. We just have because to have the space for all of us. We do have to have the space for all of us. Thank you. <laughs> we Thank have you. to have all the space. Ooh, no minimum. What, what a conversation! No minimum. If you I don't, don't want any minimum in your headphones, <laughs> I feel bad for you because I know that it's no, like is one of real our voices on one side and one is on the other side. Yep. As it went back and forth, and man, yeah. I someone needed to experience how it would be in person next to both of us on certain actually what Chris and I would do at work absolutely in the middle of our day in the absolutely. conversations and this is how I knew that we would be great podcast hosts together because I'm telling you this listen. is actively a conversation that would have happened in our workplace and I saw you write this down and I was like we are gonna get to it we are required we are, you can thank queer people my brother minimum of three for encouraging me to bring this conversation back up thank you I'll so, tell you what let's go ahead and give a shout out to our faves we're already running over with this argument so uh my shout out again, Chris energy is again <laughs> excuse me excuse me i'm giving my shout out please thank you quite on the set um i want to give a shout out i have been doing nomad life and i was just in san diego i have now moved on to my next location um but i want to give a shout out Forgot to the san moved. diego crew of friends that have made me feel incredibly welcome while i visited over the last six to seven weeks uh y'all are the absolute best i was like chris i won a kickball championship in a queer what? women's kickball league what is um, wrong and that's I what's wrong with you you got so much <laughs> competitiveness in your blood you were there for six weeks I was and you got you know what? Of course i joined a team of course you and did. we like, won the championship i feel like you did that day too you're like i got to go out to majority of the queer bars that were in hillcrest and experienced that whole life i was a frequent visitor to gossip grill which is like one of the only queer women's bars in san diego um i got to go and play some flag football i got like a squad of people we're already planning a trip in the next couple of months as the group hmm. of us like that is how quickly we settled things in when i went to san diego and that is how the queer folks do it so thank you all um my next location <laughs> is in phoenix and that's where we'll be next ah, she's gonna win a you. championship in phoenix as well coming i'm gonna soon. come back coming soon <laughs> it's my championship tour i'm gonna come yeah, back right, home exactly. with a whole new box of medals like let's go Right, I just like it. a mercenary kickball free agent that just goes from city to city <laughs> winning championships and all that. It was like, glorious. That's it. Was it. Glorious. That's it. You're like the Kawhi Leonard of, of uh, kickball, just going from place to place hey, with a championship. Who knew? That was, hey, that was an unexpected. I started off as a sub and then mm -hmm. quickly just played every week once I was there. It was great. Wow. Wow. I feel we like kickball doesn't get as much love as it should. It should, get should way be more love. a like actual sport. In I I sweat way more than I expected to. I was like, oh yeah, chill. We're gonna be drinking, whatever. No, they took it very seriously. We were out there. It was serious. I had there was times where I was like sprinting bases multiple times, and I was just like, how how? Did you sign up for kickball before finding a place? Is that how no, you? No, that's how you a, go into cities. I had a place, and then I got into the city, like, and I had a friend the there, and team? she said hey, we need subs on our kickball team. You play soccer. Let's go. And I said, okay. I want a queer action movie or reality show of you just going from city to city. <laughs> Infiltrating people's sports yeah, teams. Yeah, kickball teams Helping them win championships. Whatever sports you want and just like winning championships. And they'd be like, 
oh no, guess who moved into town? You know, kind of thing. You know, like, I come in yeah. and I do like the slow-mo walk in my leggings, mm-hmm. got yep. some gloves on, ready <gasps> to catch the balls. Ready, yeah. ready. My oh, head's blowing in the wind. It'd be great. What's the next stop after Phoenix? Because all bullshit aside, this is, that's really cool and exciting. You know, yeah, thank a, you. Thank you. It was a fun A lot time. of black yeah. nomads. So Phoenix, then I'm going home to Virginia for mm-hmm. Christmas. And then I'm going to Chicago to okay. be with my girlfriend for two months. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two months in Chicago during the yes. winter. Yeah. I love her a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's going to be good. That's going to freeze your love together or something. You know, I don't know. The good it's thing is, is that we started, we started dating during COVID. So the whole like being at home, chilling together, yeah. doing like the little Already things is it. like our jam. So yeah. Going to freeze together. This yeah, one. absolutely going to freeze together. Solid. Yeah. It was solid before, but, but now, now we it's going to be like... Now we're going to have body heat together. Yeah. So it's going to be great. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Survive a Chicago winter. Exactly. Um, my shout out is to Black Girl Fest, uh, which is a platform dedicated to Black women, girls, and non-binary people. Since 2017, Black Girl Festival has been the home for the UK's first major arts and culture festival uh you could follow them on ig at black girl fest yeah that's what we got well everybody that was fun yeah a lot of thank you for tuning in we just learned a lot of things about each other today and i appreciate you all for coming along on the ride and as always we will see you next week take care this podcast was brought to you by the her app the largest lgbtq plus dating and community app for women trans and non-binary folks be sure to download the app in the Apple Store or Google Play Store. Shout out to Sienna Liggins for our amazing soundtrack and Cesar for making us sound like we know what we're doing. It's me again. Can we talk about things? I'm so sorry that I'm co- Hello?